Welcome to We Didn't Roll For This, our second episode. I'm Dustin, avid D&D lover. I'm Kaylin. I'm the cool one in this uh, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I bet you are. And with us, we are joined by Zoe. Hello. I am Zoe. I am a neutral spectator. Please don't make me take sides. <laughs> <laughs> and Alex. Hi. Great DM. I'm taking sides. Oh, shucks. Oh, jeez. What is this? I don't need any enemies, and I definitely have too many knives. Let's get going. <laughs> now, on this episode, we're going to be talking about useless magic, pointless magic, its uses, its not uses, magic. Designed by the gods or wizards or some dude who talks to trees. <laughs> not everyone has the best. Some of them are just broken beyond belief. One of them's wish. Change history. It's fine. One of them stops time for like 24 seconds. <laughs> One of them makes clouds. <laughs> Why do people make decisions like this? We need to discuss this. Yes, we do. Are there any truly useless magic? Probably. I'm seeing yeses. I'm seeing noes. I don't know. I, I um, When I first started playing Dungeons and Dragons, I had prestidigitation and what I the only thing I ever did with it as that character was make my friend's dwarf always seem to be farting (laughs) prestidigitation is probably a top five most useful spell I agree I'm not I'm not saying it's useless but I was saying that was all I did with it is like but (laughs) you understand that by the description Prestidigitation is instant cleaning. Mm-hmm. You never have to do the dishes. You never have to mop the floors. You never have yeah. to dust. It's the most useful spell. If you're not adventure, if you're a wizard at home, just live in your life. You're using prestidigitation all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you are adventuring, you can cover it in blood or whatever. Clean it up. Yeah. Prestidigitation. The, among the most useful. If you are a drow traveling with a really annoying dwarf, you always make it look like he's either soiled his pants or he has farted. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good times. Yeah. That's how you stay sane on campaign. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't know all the spells. I also do not know all the spells, um, but I went and had a look. And it seems like there's a lot of websites out there that are like, here's how to optimize your character. Here's how to do the best wizard. This is the best wizard. Pick these spells, which is obviously nonsense. But a lot of the ones that they were saying were useless spells or not to take or to use something else. I was thinking of so many good uses for them. Like mm-hmm. there was um, there was one, cannot remember the name of it. You You never get wet using it. Um, like so uh, like protects you and I'm thinking okay so from a campaign point of view from like doing damage to enemies uh, battle wise maybe not helpful but if you're the actual person living in that world and you're on a boat like having something that means you'll never get wet excellent I would do (laughs) all the time (laughs) I've started picking spells for role-playing purposes rather Mm -hmm. than min-maxing whether mm-hmm. like you know i want to be able to heal i want to have like 50 healing spells and all this other sort of stuff mm-hmm. so um which i'm enjoying a lot more so my character is a very charismatic pansexual think lando carizian just will try anything and everybody loves them 
and we were in this massive library and what I chose to search for in the library were any books that mentioned myself or by people that were in my little black book. (laughs) Um, So I was given six books and I was poring over them and reading them and before we left I decided to spend my last three highest level spell slots to cast magic mouth on them so that whenever anybody else opened them to read it had my voice saying hello I'm moon moon please enjoy these was it salacious tales they're delicious yeah something like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) it was very Um, good just before we entered what I'm assuming is some kind of dungeon Mm -hmm. And I only have like three or four level one spell slots left. So (laughs) that's fine. It's important. That's fine. (laughs) Yes. I think it's great. Yeah. I am a bit upset that there were six books and I only had three spell slots. So I may have to return to the library the next day um, and fix that. That could probably be arranged. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. It depends on some decisions. We'll see. But that's useful magic. So that's probably more like subjective uses of all magic we're going to talk useless or pointless magic what was the didn't someone mention off podcast at some stage like is it sky writing is that a thing sky writing is a hugely useful spell i'll fight anyone on this tremendously so why do people say it's not useful before you explain why it is. So you're whatever, min-maxi people, the same sort of people who say, this is the perfect spell loadout for your wizard, whatever garbage. Mm-hmm. Sorry, why are, play video games. Why are you playing D&D if that's what you want to do, <laughs> my opinion? Let's say, well, skywriting, what does it do? Well, it makes words appear in the sky that people can see for miles around. How is that useful to you in a campaign? Well, it's not going to kill a dragon. It's not going to defeat the vampire lord. Sure, absolutely. But it does create communication that is visible and legible to hundreds, perhaps thousands, if it's a big enough city, maybe millions of people at the same time. There is no other spell that can communicate a message to that many people at the same time. How long does it last for? Long enough. What if it's very windy? (laughs) An hour. It lasts for an hour. You cause up to 10 words to form in a part of the sky. You can see the words appear to be made of cloud and remain in place for the spell's duration. The words do dissipate when the spell ends. A strong wind can disperse the clouds and end the spell early. So, And and if it's cloudy, and then, because we know clouds move across the sky, so, Look, it's it's a second level (laughs) spell that you can cast as a ritual so it doesn't even use a spell slot. Okay. It's a totally (laughs) awesome spell. It's not like you're burning, like, a six level spell slot and, like, 500 gold pieces worth of material components to cast it. Very useful spell. Not in 100% of circumstances. (laughs) Not going to save you from a demon lord or an archdevil, but... You know what? It can be a great way to lead a popular revolution. I guess you could neg a dragon with it. Sure, absolutely. (laughs) The description I saw for Skyrite was, in this website that I both love and hate, was saying, only useful as a novelty. Still, it's hard to resist the ability to insult someone by writing nasty things about them in the sky for everyone to see for miles around. (laughs) Within 10 letters. Well, I guess you could cast it more than once. It's a ritual. Yeah. All you need is, you could cast it once every 10 minutes. 
You could make whole paragraphs. If you got all day, make a novel in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. I, I, wanna, I got a hot take opinion yeah. about a useless spell. Okay. You ready for this? Yeah. Invisibility. Useless. Why? Oh, you ask why, do you? Yes. I'll tell you. Here's why. I know you were so, waiting for me to say that. <laughs> invisibility. Of course I was. Invisibility. Lasts for an hour. No one can see you. Fantastic. In 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons, all that invisibility does is it makes creatures can't perceive you visually, but they mm -hmm. can still hear you. Well, mm -hmm. you get a stealth check. What do you get for your stealth check? You get advantage on stealth checks when you're invisible. Well, let's say you're a wizard or a sorcerer with, you know, garbage dexterity. You could have advantage all day long. It's, you know, if you got a modifier of nothing, you know, you might barely be able to do, you might barely be able to sneak by anyone even with a decent roll if they've got okay hearing. Also, lots of creatures can still perceive you when you're invisible. Creatures like earth elementals and similar creatures have tremor sense. They can sense anybody moving around. Lots of creatures have blind sight. There are all sorts of creatures with true sight who will still pick you out. Well, you say, oh, well, it's better at lower levels. Is it really that much better than like third or fourth level rogue with high dexterity? Because they're going to probably roll really well on their stealth check and be able to sneak past creatures even while being visible. Oh, and you do anything, cast any other spell, or you break concentration, or you do an attack, boom, it's gone. The ring of invisibility, uh, the, the wondrous item, is considered legendary. Guess what? It doesn't make you invisible 100% of the time. No, it causes you have to use an action to activate it. Then you're invisible, but only until you attack or cast a spell, at which time you become visible again and have to burn another action to become invisible. All right, greater invisibility, fantastic spell. Normal invisibility, come on. It's much cheaper to just to not burn a spell slot and just have a rogue in your party with good stealth. But what if you don't have a rogue? Well, the, like, what are you doing going around without a rogue in your party? <laughs> what if you, you do not wish to be perceived? <laughs> yes. So, okay. Well, yeah, I, will, I, will, I will put forward to you a use for that spell, right? Mm -hmm. You're sitting in a tavern and you're having a lovely time by yourself and your ex-lover <laughs> hops in and you can see they are with their new fling and you just want to... Sit there, see what's going on, but you don't want them to see you there. You want unseen servant. Conversation? No, unseen servant. You can cast it as a ritual. Go to the bathroom, have your unseen servant go out and listen to it. Find familiar. No, but that you might not have time. You just want to. Yeah, how long does it take to cast a ritual spell? Ten minutes. No, that is no. ten minutes. <laughs> you just want to instantly be invisible, right? There are numerous ways to go around that. Have a friend. Have a friend to go over and sit near you. You're the not expecting you it. This is like you then can don't still, go to the tavern without can a friend. You, <laughs> can you cast invisibility and unseen servant, or is it are they both concentration? concentration. They're both concentration. No, I think. unseen servant is not concentration. Unseen oh, servant right, is not. You're not. correct. You're correct. So you could become invisible. That's like your protection. You need to instantly be able to. You don't want them to get any hint of you, because you're sitting at the bar. You can see them walk in. Then you can cast unseen servant, spy on them directly. But you can still. Do a little self-care, develop drink. some self-confidence so you're not bothered by your ex-lover coming in. How about that? Instead of wasting the spell slot on invisibility. You go to you go to taverns and you tell out. you tell people that. I would like to see you try. It's a good long-term plan. An argument that'll work with everyone. <laughs> Depending how fresh your breakup is, 
There is no way you would make that rational decision. I'm, if, I'm just if, saying. If I'm, they come in there and they're with some, like, particularly if you think that they're hotter than you or maybe okay. it's someone that you know, that is what I would do. In Dungeons and Dragons, magic is twisting the laws of nature to mm -hmm. your will. You can create and he twisted my heart and threw it okay. away. Hold on, hold on. You can you can undo death. You can rewrite time. You can modify people's memories. You can alter their brains. But I cannot unbreak my heart. Alex, instead of wasting, <laughs> instead of wasting your spell, your second level spell slot on invisibility, roll Just high on like stealth. Just like I wasted all those years on them. <laughs> roll high on stealth, and you can do the same thing. You're assuming someone would be in a rational mind at this point. I'm just saying, a totally non-magic using halfling with uh, you know one level of rogue can do what you can do with invisibility. Yeah, but with I'm not a powers half of I the am magical not, realm. I am not a halfling with. with one level of rogue. I'm not sitting in that bar with a rogue because I'm like my ex-boyfriend might turn up with his new girlfriend. I just happen to be there and they walk in and that is a super useful spell for that situation. Okay. You know how I can deal with your ex-boyfriend and their new girlfriend mm -hmm. with a first-level spell slot? Mm. I can cast Burning Hands. Yeah, but I don't. I don't want other people to think I am the one who's not handling the breakup. Well. Don't worry, they won't. But think about it. It's a fifty-foot cone. You can catch a lot of people. <laughs> They're commoners. They got like ten HP. You'll probably take them all. Most of the bar, really, if it's a small enough place. Just a teeny tiny war crime. <laughs> Much better than going invisible. It's only a war crime if, if you're had... actually at war. Okay. It's an if, otherwise. If I had disguised self, I probably would do that. But in an instant, without thinking, I may just do invisibility. Because if you think about, I don't know if you know this, I'm kind of speaking from experience here, just in case you didn't realize. But like your first instinct is just, fuck, I don't want them to see me. Not oh, okay, I need to cast Disguise Self. What should I look like? You might accidentally make yourself look like them because they're on your mind. <laughs> and then what okay. will happen? <laughs> I got something even better for you in the same kind of criteria. Don't even bother with Disguise Self. It's an illusion. There's lots of creatures that can see through illusions. Cast Alter Self. Alter Self also lasts for an hour. Is also a second level spell, but it's transmutation not illusion, mm -hmm. which means things that would defeat illusions won't detect it. And you literally change yourself. You can change yourself into whatever the hell you want. And even if your boyfriend has vision that can see through illusions. Ex-boyfriend. 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 Mm. Yes. Even if your ex-boyfriend has vision that can see through illusions, they're not going to see through transmutation. Okay. I would argue that maybe the next time that happens, I would be more prepared and I would have alter self. I would bring a halfling rogue. I may not even go in, something like that. But the very first time that you are not expecting to see your ex-boyfriend, invisibility would be where I would go. Put a cloak over your head and pretend you're a coat <laughs> rack. I mean, there's a million ways to avoid being seen aside from burning a second level spell slot. But I'm just sitting in the tavern drinking. I, I mean, I dig that. I understand that. I cast Magic Mouth three times. <laughs> okay. Learning okay. spell slots is not my concern. 
Yeah, what yeah, if yeah, you yeah, cast yeah. magic mouth three times and then you walked into the tavern and this whole thing happens? You've already burned all your second level spell slots. You can't cast invisibility. But if you got high enough stealth, you don't need magic. That's the point. Invisibility is just a, a crutch for those who don't want to invest their ability score in dexterity. That's all it is. You're just, yeah, okay. I mean, you're saying relatively, I guess it's less useful, but I'm not saying it's useless. I'm, I'm choosing to cite it specifically because I think it is a very commonly cast spell. I think that people over-rely on invisibility. And um, if you're trying to sneak around while invisible and I'm running the game, I'm still having creature. I'm still going to make you roll stealth at advantage because you're invisible. You can still roll garbage with that without a high enough stealth modifier. If you want a spell that is just like invisibility, well, it has the same purpose of invisibility, but it's much better, pass without trace. Oh my god, pass without trace is a million be better. times better. A million times better than invisibility. Oh my god, it is a straight plus better. 10. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, but then if you go back to... So you can do this way, like you can go skywriting. There are better ways to communicate things. You can say Not that with anything. Not to as many people. It's all about the masses. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Volume. Quantity matters. You know what I would do? Is I would cast invisibility, leave the tavern, wait for them to come out, and then cast skywriting and write that he's a douchebag or something in the sky i mean that's awesome <laughs> that's fantastic i think that's perfect so much more useful than invisibility <laughs> okay are there other spells you want to discuss i want the other one that i thought of that the um was like this is too situational doesn't blah, 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 no use and I was like I would want this in my day to day life as a fantastical magical person and also mm -hmm. as an in real life Zoe is speak with plants <laughs> yes I love, speak with, I love plants. speak with plants what do you need why are you dying <laughs> yes what's going on do you need more water do you need less water do you need more light speak to me <laughs> there's so many uses for speak with plants yeah, good good, 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 good. I did find in another campaign that it was fairly useless for my character because all the plants I spoke to could not help me. <laughs> That's because you're There's wanting that. things from them. They just they're just existing in the world. Yeah, yeah. I was asking the wrong questions. Trees have, you know, trees can live for hundreds of years. Mm. Imagine what they've stored in their strange plant memories. Mm -hmm. All the things they've seen. Although, if we're going by the letter of the law, I think the spell says you can only ask them about something that has happened in the past hour in their vicinity. Well, <laughs> I choose to believe that a sequoia remembers for 500 years. <laughs> but that's a lot to remember. Surely, like... Have you seen a sequoia? They're enormous! Yeah, I, I would say so as well. If something is long-lasting, they might not have perfect memory, much like when we get old. <laughs> we remember some things from when we were younger, mm. and then whole time's not got any idea. So yeah, I like that idea better, that the, the, the plants that have been there for a while are like, oh, I can't really remember what I did last month, but see, 300 years ago. <laughs> oh, I love that. <gasps> <laughs> 
oh my god, I want to do that, where you have speak with plants and you talk to a tree that's been alive for like 200 years, and it can't tell you what happened an hour ago, Did but it, it totally knows what happened like 150 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh my god. Have you oh, found your it. spell yet, Justin? There is a spell. It's cheating. <laughs> it's not in 5e. Uh, no, well, this is this like... Is well, tabletop broad, okay. isn't it? If that's the case, I cannot for the life of me find it. I know it exists. Okay, what I is it? I think it's from 3rd edition. It is It is called Wake Up, I think. It's an old spell. What's it do? It's a cantrip. It wakes someone up. Oh, okay. From a non-magical sleep. Okay, well, no, that's very useful, potentially. But the so, somatic, the, the component is verbal. Sure. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, do you wait, have wait, to be wait, in touch wait. range, or can you do there's, it? The range is like a, five feet or something. There's like that. a very specific use for this, though. There's okay. a very specific use for this. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So, um, when a creature is knocked to zero hit points in five e, or in other tabletop games, you know, uh, previous editions of Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, what have you, um, traditionally, um, without receiving magical healing, they stay unconscious. Uh, usually it's for 1d4 hours. And unless you give them magical healing, they have to be unconscious. So let's say you're fighting a bad guy. You don't want to kill him. You want to knock him out, restrain them, and then interrogate them for information about their boss or whatever. Or maybe you're evil and they're a good guy. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Well... You don't, if you don't want to waste a spell slot on healing them, and you don't want to waste a consumable healing potion or something like that to bring them up, and your DM is not going to allow like a medicine check or something to bring them to consciousness, they want to be a real stickler about it, you could use a spell like Wake Up, which is a cantrip, to magically awaken them from unconsciousness to skip waiting that 1d4 hours. A very mm-hmm. specific... But foreseeable use, depending on the campaign. Mm-hmm. I will also submit that being a cantrip almost invalidates it's from useless, because in most systems, cantrips can be cast infinitely. I've got, I've got something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, this is a spell I have never seen anyone cast, but it is not only in the player's handbook. It is an eighth level spell. An 8th level spell means you have to be in 5th edition Dungeons and & Dragons and frankly in most things that are in the Dungeons & Dragons realm 15th level or higher to cast this. Okay. The spell is Antipathy Sympathy. And essentially what it does okay. is it makes specific creatures want to be away from you or want to be near you, or not care about you, or care about you, basically, essentially. Now, it'll last for 10 days. Great, if you're, whatever, I guess, exploring the jungle and don't want unfriendly beasts to attack you, or or something, whatever it might be. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you're 15th level, you can handle anything that's coming out there for you. And mm. anything that's going to be affected by this spell, it, you know, that's that, that's going to be affected by the spell is nothing you can't handle anyway. Why would you waste an 8th level spell slot 
A 20th level wizard has one 8th level spell slot. Why would you waste it on keeping stuff away from you that you could deal with with cantrips? Hmm. Maybe or attracting just... things to you. You could probably, you could, you have sending, you have all sorts of ways to bring things to you. Maybe you just really enjoy your personal space. I what? dig that. <laughs> <laughs> but we're talking about an 8th level spell slot. Yeah, that's true. What was, sorry, this is uh, because I genuinely can't remember and is only a question for Alex. Um, in our other, other campaign, um, mm -hmm. what was it that um, was cast to make someone indifferent? They were angry at us through oh, magical calm emotion. Calm emotion. So would that calm do the emotions, same? Fantastic spell. Calm emotions are fantastic. Calm emotions is what, a second level or first level spell? It's not a high level spell. So would that have the same, uh, like second, second level, level, and would that have a similar result, or like obviously it's not less intense? It's a little different. It doesn't last as long. It's more. It's a much more limited area. But the thing is, calm emotions is a really effective way to get out of combat potentially mm -hmm. if everyone saves their fails their saving throw and so forth, or to stop a fight among friends, or to you know take care of a situation where like maybe a friend has been affected by a mind altering spell like charm or dominate or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't actually like to spell charm because I feel like I don't like that they know that you've charmed them because I feel like if you properly charm them, they would just be charmed. So that's why bingo. I bingo. I like that. Yeah, I was not in a way being like, yeah, it makes me morally uncomfortable. And you're like, I don't like that they know I did it. <laughs> yes. Because nobody like, needs charm. Nobody needs charm except people who use charisma as a dump stat. Yeah. And um, I am always charismatic. So I would just know. like to use exactly. my natural powers of charm. I, I want you to mm -hmm. actually be charmed by me. You know, I just want people to love me for me and not because I made them love me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Invest in persuasion. You don't need to burn that spell slot on charm, baby. So to me, to me, charmed is not a useful spell because also you're only attempting to charm them, correct? Like it's still like it's not like I think it would be different if it, you were guaranteed to charm them mm. and then it wore off. Like it just feels like a big gamble. Well, yeah, and the thing is, after an hour, even if the spell works, after an hour it's gone and they know that you did it yeah and i think the vast overwhelming majority of dungeon masters will decide that makes the creature not like you anymore yes mm. whereas if i just try to flirt with you and it doesn't work you just think i'm really like bad at flirting um <laughs> yeah you don't go like yeah you don't make it a super negative kind of thing now, you want to talk about a useless cantrip, though, on the oh. same line, though? <laughs> I think I know You know what I'm talking about, don't you, Dustin? I thought cantrips can't be friends. useless. It's, it is no, definitely how is you make enemies. <laughs> friends is how you make enemies. Friends is how you make enemies. <laughs> There's no other use for that spell. Just, just have someone age you, and it will give you the same stuff. Without the exactly. fact that in one minute, they will become not angry, but by definition, hostile. Bingo. They will want to Bingo. kill you. <laughs> For those unfamiliar, mm -hmm. the uh, in 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, at least, the Cantrip Friend, all it does is give you advantage on charisma ability checks for one minute, assuming you maintain concentration. So you get advantage on your persuasion or 
deception roll or what have you. Yeah. Well, big deal if you got a garbage modifier, you know, and when it's over, when it's over, they're actively hostile to you. Yeah, and then it says here that, like, another creature might seek retribution in other ways, depending on the nature of your interaction. Exactly. Like, why would you even try? <laughs> maybe maybe because you want a friend right in that second to use, and then you don't want any personal connections after that, so you push them but, away. <laughs> no, that's pathological. That's just a sign you need to talk to a therapist, which is fine. It doesn't make you so a So many person. of this is needs that we Look, need, that I, our characters would need to speak yeah. to a therapist. If, if I used invisibility when my ex-boyfriend walked in, I probably would also need to see a therapist. Fair enough. I, Fair I, enough. Yeah. I'm just saying you could achieve the same thing with a high self role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without without tapping into the mana of the universe, the um, I like picking spells based on role playing, just like Kaylin was saying. That tends to be what I'm going with, like rather than when I because there's so many massive lists of massive spells, uh, it's overwhelming. <laughs> so I was trying to think. So there's uh, one um, one of my characters is a bard, a Kenku bard. Um, who I picked all speaking and um, flight-based things because Kenkus, uh, by definition, cannot they mimic other people's voices and they cannot yes. fly. So I thought it was cruelly funny. Um, so I just did that. And <laughs> I have a spell which I think is an incredibly powerful spell, but I have never been able to make it work and I've never been able to use this. And this must be... this is. I am very happy for this to be a Zoe failing rather than a spell failing. But anyone heard of Gift of the Gab? Gift of Gab. <laughs> yes. Yes, I know what spell you're talking about. The book it comes from, I had heard. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. What book does it Could come you from? explain? Yes, I can. So, uh, gosh, I hate that spell. I hate that book. Okay, so uh, when you cast the spell, you skillfully reshape the memories of the listeners in your immediate area so that each creature of your choice within five foot of you forgets everything that you said within the last six seconds. Uh, These creatures remember that you actually said the words that you speak as the verbal component of the spell. So if you. It is extremely useful by design. How? (laughs) It's easily avoidable if you just think before you say something. Um, but if you say something that you didn't know would affect them and you see that it does, that's a good way of getting out of that. But otherwise, like, I, and, but you have to know that within six seconds. This is the thing. Yeah. They're very, quickly. I have yet to have come across a situation where I have said something that I immediately regret and be able to think of what I'd want to say to cast a spell to replace the words I have just said within six seconds. <laughs> too much, too much. So what book does it come from? Uh, tell me tell me why it's bad. It, yeah, I don't know. Objectively bad. It comes from Acquisitions Incorporated. Oh, Bark. Oh, come yeah, on. that's what why. What is this? That's tell me. party spell. It, it is basically third party, oh, okay. but it is endorsed by Wizard of the Coast, where you are part of a company that goes out and just gets mm-hmm. items because you're greedy. I mean, friends. I like a lot of Acking stuff. I've listened to their podcasts and seen some of their stream stuff, um, and it can be very entertaining. No, I mean, like, that's like, spells. like, I've written custom spells for campaigns and stuff that I've done that, like, NPCs have and things like that. But like mm-hmm. those are like usually going to be something that was created by a wizard who's super powerful and yeah. can make up their own spells and things like that. 
so they can make a specific spell for a very specific circumstance. Yeah. What level spell is it? Yeah. Second. Third. A no, second, second sorry, level spell slot for that? The problem that I find with just get as well, forging rain and burn them up. <laughs> but that does not involve uh, Alex Alex not speaking not, or wind, yeah. which was why I picked all of my spells. <laughs> the Fair thing enough. that I really dislike the most about the book is that a lot of their spells are worded to be jokes, um, and they know it, and they're trying very hard. And, mm. But there is use that book, though. That book has a very good, very good ruling on um, airships. On what? Airships. Airships. Like, okay. how do you construct one, the different parts of one? Um, Alex, I would like to say yes. that not everybody wants to kill everybody as a solution to a problem I or didn't cause injury. No, but twice now you have said <laughs> burning hands and scorching ray are the solution <laughs> to problems well i'm just saying i'm just saying like look if if your issue is like you have a problem with this person maybe instead of trying to trick them or i'm not trying to trick them or or hide from them or hide from them you can find your problem with fire (laughs) Mm -hmm. i will just i just want to say really quickly zoe Mm -hmm. um something that would fit that which is also a second level spell and I think much more useful, shatter, sonic damage. Um, I mean, thunder damage in the game. But, oh, you but, didn't hear me. I'm sorry. Oh. oh, you didn't hear me? I bet you hear this. Also, it can blow up crystalline objects. Hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Now, there are two spells that I have decided upon being useless in 5e. Okay. The first, and the lower level of the two, is ceremony. <gasps> ceremony. disagree. No, it works once on so many things. It works really well on those things. Okay, Dustin, you explain first and then... Okay. Because I don't Ceremony I to understand this spell. is one of... Let's see, it, it has seven different abilities that it has, but most of them are only can only occur on a creature once. The first one is Atonement, which this one is more useful, but not used every time. You touch one willing creature whose alignment has changed... And you make a DC 20 insight check. On a successful check, you restore the target to its original alignment. In 5e, alignment doesn't do anything. Not in my games. In my games, it sure as hell does. It is definitely up to the DM at that point. Fair enough. Bless water. You touch one vial of water and cause it to become holy water. From how I understand Huge. it, a cleric can do that anyway. Okay. Without the spell. Okay. Without without casting a first level spell. In my mind. I think <laughs> I think the biggest thing about this entire spell is the fact that on a personal level, you could do this anyways. Because the other one is coming of age, which is for the next 24 hours, whenever the target makes an ability check, it must roll. It can roll a d4 and have the number, but it can only benefit from this right once in their lifetime, which can be a nice little bless for a day. For a day. Oh, so it only lasts a day. Yes. Okay. A lot of these have durations that mm-hmm. are um, smaller. Like funeral rite, you touch one corpse in the next seven days, the dark target can't become undead by any means sort of a wish spell, which I'm pretty sure that one spell that I can't think of right now does it anyways. Gentle repose? No, it doesn't. Gentle repose? It doesn't. Mm-mm. Maybe this is coming into it that I'm not understanding the other spells that I thought it was mimicking. What does Gentle Repose do? Essentially what Gentle Repose is, it, it, it extends the period in which you can cast Raise Dead. So Raise Dead can only be cast within, I don't know, like a week or five days or something of the death yeah. of the corpse, right? 
uh, Raised Dead is a fifth level spell. It's you know it's the lowest spell apart from uh, uh, Revivify, uh, your lowest cost and spell level spell that you can cast. Yep to uh, bring someone back from death. So Gentle Repose, which is like, I think, a first-level spell, and if you're a certain class, I think it's a cantrip, or maybe it is a cantrip anyway, but like if you're a certain class, you can do it as like a bonus action, It'll uh, or something like that. Whatever it is, it can keep, it can extend the period of time. And I, I could be remembering wrong, it might even extend the period of time during which you could cast Revivify, but I might be wrong on that one. I don't remember off it the top of my be- head. Just general enough to be okay with that. I maybe. Oh, I can look only it cast up. But one, uh, one gentle repose is a is is a useful spell. But you know, basically, it's like it resets the clock before the body starts rotting. Essentially, yes. After which, you could not use raise dead. You'd have to use the far more expensive and higher level spell. No, it's a second level spell. Okay, I take it back. It's a second level spell. It will only okay. affect raise dead. Essentially, uh, and I was wrong, Dustin. Um, as long as the effects of gentle repose are in place, the target cannot become undead, and it lasts for ten days. Oh, well, ceremony is a little cheaper on the spell level of mm-hmm. first level. Makes sense why it's less powerful. And how could I use this to seek revenge on an exploit? <laughs> okay. This seems like like you only see one use for spells, Caitlin. Um, <laughs> Look, I, I just want to defend ceremony on a general level, okay? Okay. And then Go on a specific it. level, because I love ceremony. Mm-hmm. Number one, it's a fantastic role-playing spell. It essentially turns you into, like, a priest, a justice of the peace, what have you. <sighs> it's great for interactions with NPCs. You know, you can be like, I can magically perform this ceremony for you. Oh, first level spell? doesn't have to require a spell slot because you can cast it as a ritual. Number one drawback of ceremony I concede is every casting, whether you cast it as a ritual or as a single instantaneous action, um, you do have to expend 25 gold pieces worth of powdered silver. So it's not as cheap as gentle repose. I would say in general, the whole thing with the funeral rite, better to cast gentle repose. It lasts longer. It can also be cast as a ritual doesn't require any material components. Even better, you really don't want them to become undead, cremate them. But paladins, not only by clerics, so there's, you know, there may be things that if you have a paladin in your party and not a cleric, ceremony can be really useful, things like making holy water to throw at vampires and so forth. But uh, the atonement thing, I think, is huge. Um, I, I have actively used that uh, in an earlier version. In previous versions of D&D, there was a separate spell called Atonement, which um, uh, I have actively used um, uh, and essentially forced characters into using if they wanted to continue. But the number one thing is wedding. That's what I'm going to talk about. <laughs> Ceremony, can I, can I please, magically Can I please say something? Go ahead, Yes, please. yes. Okay, what I like... <laughs> I love it. Is that it says, but I, I've just learned this, so I'm so excited. Okay. Um, that for the next seven days, each target gains plus two bonus to AC while they're within 30 feet of each other. And that a creature can only benefit from this once mm-hmm. until they are widowed. Yes. You know what the best part like of it that. is? <laughs> you know what the best part of it is? Yes. There's no limitation to the number of people who can be married. It is fully accepting of polygamous relationships. 
What that but it also says means, that they huh. have to be, but it says they have to be widowed to benefit from it again. Okay, that's true. But let's say you're on a really long-running campaign. You're going to fight the big bad evil guy who's practically a god or something, and you've got a party mm-hmm. of five, six, seven people. <gasps> oh god, polycule, polycule. Before you go into battle, and it could be days <laughs> before you go into battle because it lasts <laughs> for a week, right? You have true. the cleric, the paladin, whatever, who has the spell ceremony. Spend an hour, marry the entire party together. They all get plus two AC as long as they're within 30 feet of each other. And afterwards, okay, who cares? No, you just defeated Vecna or whatever, like the worst thing, you know, Orcus or, you know, whatever. You just defeated an arch devil. Who cares? Fine. So you don't get an AC boost if you if you get divorced and remarry to some other person. Who cares? <laughs> you don't have to get divorced Alex. No. You just have to be widowed. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. You have to be widowed to benefit from the spell again. I'm saying yes, in, in your normal, everyday, non-adventuring life, you could just get divorced and remarried. You just can't benefit from the ceremony spell. No, but to benefit from the ceremony spell again, you just have to be widowed. Correct, correct. So if you have an all but TPK and everybody else that you just got married to and your party dies... You can come back and do the encounter again with a new party that you can leave. Yeah, but I don't have to marry my party. You don't have to, but if you do, you get we a can plus all, two benefit. The party, the party can marry other people, and they just have to be widowed <laughs> benefit again. Okay. Now I want to but be they have to be within thing, 30 though. feet. This is important. This is important. Let's say you all go out and marry commoners just to get the plus two benefit to AC, and then you bring them along with you into the encounter. If I'm running that game and they die because so, because the big bad evil guy used chain lightning and just electrocuted them all or something, right? Yeah. Um, then you lose that AC benefit as soon as they're dead. They're all dead. That AC benefit yeah. only lasts as long as the members of the marriage are together. I would do it strategically. <laughs> like I would do it in a way that they wouldn't be that squishy. I would I'm be totally. Inst- are you sequestering all of these together? I, uh... if you're adding that no, many I've got. Level... I've got. If you're adding that many <laughs> high level members to the party, I'm I'm increasing the hit dice of the of the monsters accordingly. No, 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 just, <laughs> no, no. Just ways. Oh no, you're not also, fighting no. one ancient dragon. You're I'm not, fighting two now. I'm not. I'm spouses. Not, <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying the whole party gets married either. I've just got very self-serving Black Widow like mm-hmm. ideas in my head. And I can see that. That was too. where you were going. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What I'm saying. And is... also, I'm not going to just marry any commoner, Alex. All right. If I'm going to Black Widow someone, I'm getting other benefits out of this. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I dig that. I'm selecting key targets. I'm with you. Just keep in just, mind just the armor just class benefit only lasts for the honeymoon. I know. So. And then you just have to be widowed. Yes, 100%. I'm with you. I'm with you. I Someone just has agree. to die. You're right. This can be used by good also, people and evil people. It also, if I'm black widowing people, the AC is not the only benefit I'm getting out of this. <laughs> I'm going to be... 100%. So 100%. Uh... But the great thing is, if you get into a fight before you murder your spouse, you've got an AC benefit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Ta-da. Marriage. I'm very excited by this. 
So look, I'm sorry. Sorry, Ceremony Dustin, is a great but this spell. is a very, yes. It does cost <laughs> 25 gold pieces worth of, of material components. It's a fantastic spell. It's a I'm beautiful on spell. Ceremony. I can fall to that one. The other one, though, I am looking at it again, just in case. I still think it has many flaws that cause it to be... Sure situationally not as effective as it could be. Well, you could say that about almost anything. Diplomatic. Catnap. Catnap is fun! Except for the one person casting it does not benefit. Please explain catnap. So, catnap... You bring up catnap because it's on the same page as ceremony. It's true, isn't it? I mean, no, it wasn't, actually. But... <laughs> it is on mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 of course it is. Um, up to three willing creatures of your choice that you can see within range fall unconscious for the spell's duration of 10 minutes. The spell ends on a target early if it takes damage or someone uses an action to slap or wake them. If a target remains unconscious for the full duration, the target gains the benefit of a short rest, and it can't be affected by the spell until it finishes long rest. The issue I have with it most is that the person casting it cannot be affected by it, and so it's unfair. Unfair. That doesn't make it useless. That's a totally other argument. I think magnanimous spells are good. Well, yeah, but if you can find yourself in a position where you can take a little bit of a rest, even 10 minutes, you could probably take a longer rest. Mm. And just have and like a short still rest. still a lot of time of something coming after you. Yeah. Because if you because... want to be able to rest, you can just do rope trick and just disappear. Or whatever, Liam's tiny hut. Or tiny hut it. That's level yeah. two. That's level three, actually. Yeah, because in what situation would you want this 10 minute thing where you wouldn't be able to do anything else? Where it's just like, Man, my warlock needs spell slots. Let's throw a spell at him to wake him up or make him sleep well. So is that why the person casting it doesn't go to sleep so that there's a lookout while everyone is magically unconscious for 10 minutes? There you go. I mean, if they get waken up, the spell's wasted. Mm -hmm. That's true. I mean, look, there are, to me, there are spells that I find essentially useless because they're, I, I think that they're like overly expensive. Like, mm -hmm. uh, a spell that I love to use for monsters and stuff is a spell like Maze. Um, which actually is mm. what you saw in our in our uh, other campaign, because What's you were fighting a, a creature which had a... Maze is, um, mm. it's often associated with creatures that are related to the Minotaur. Um, essentially, it, it's a way to cast uh, an enemy into a demiplane which takes the form of a labyrinth and they can't leave it until the spell ends or which could happen just by breaking concentration uh how long does it last what's it last for like uh that lasts for 10 minutes so 10 minutes or they basically pass um a really high intelligence check and then they figure out the maze and then they just come back out on their own on their mm -hmm. turn mm-hmm it's a fun spell. It's really cool, but for it, it, it has great use in. Uh, I, I mean, as far as like the uh, from a role play perspective, it's a lot of fun to role play your character being caught in a demi plane, which is a labyrinth. Hmm. But if you're talking about mm -hmm. like its actual practical function, you can be intensely more effective instead of burning an eighth level spell slot to do something yeah. like uh, use a lower spell slot, like even charm person to get someone to be willing. And then you can cast sequester, which is, I think, a sixth or a seventh level spell. <laughs> seven. It's seven. Okay. <laughs> so what sequester does is it essentially um, puts a person in a state from which they can't be released or detected 
until certain conditions are met. Like mm. you can make them invisible in a stasis field, right? And they stay that way until certain conditions are met. Even if those are conditions are a thousand years have passed or mm -hmm. until I say uh, hubba dubba, mm -hmm. whatever, <laughs> right? You set the criteria. Now, the limitation on sequester is that the target has to be willing. If you can cast seventh level spells, use a first level spell slot, cast charm person, they're charmed. That doesn't work. Use a, whatever it is, spell slot, cast dominate person. Try that instead. Then they're in a position where they'll agree to be sequestered. Now they're sequestered. It doesn't matter that those other spells ran out. And it lasts, essentially, if you set the criteria correctly, it lasts <laughs> forever, as opposed to maze, which is a higher level spell slot, lasts at a maximum 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. See what I mean? And But these are this is quibbling. These are not important things. You almost never see people cast maze, or sequester for that matter. Gift of death, <laughs> I've never even heard of it. What I'm talking about is ceremony is a fantastic and useful spell. Invisibility, totally useful. Is also a useless, no, useful. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing with me, Kaylin. Invisibility, useless. Kaylin agrees. You heard it here, folks. We can cut that out, can't mm -hmm. we, Dust? Mm -hmm. Editing magic. Oh, cheating. <laughs> cheating. No one will ever know. <laughs> no witnesses. <laughs> No snitches. <laughs> oh, that's what I was mixing it up. So um, is there anything else that anybody had? Not especially. I don't think but so. But I would say that my mind has not been changed. I think all spells are good spells um, for the person casting them. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah, that is my, my lukewarm take. <laughs> <laughs> I think there um, sitting in the middle. I think some spells can be situationally useless, but it doesn't necessarily make them useless. Mm. Uh, you may just have bad luck or um, perceived your situation poorly <laughs> before casting. <laughs> this is it. Or maybe you are, have just got uh, really clouded judgment <laughs> because somebody broke your heart. <laughs> And you're drinking your feelings, so you're several several tankards in when they walk in, and the only spell you can think of is invisibility. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you cast Pass Without Trace, you'll get that. They won't even notice. And Pass Without Trace can affect all creatures within 30 feet. So you make so you make everybody no, in no, the no, bar. No, of your choice. Of your choice. <laughs> of your choice. It's not everyone like suddenly is like, where did everyone go? No. Oh, no. no. You get to maybe I would cast it's it. right there in the spell oh. I would cast it on them, so no one would serve them, <laughs> and you can oh. perceive them. <laughs> yes, and then also I would cast um, prestidigitation to make it seem like he soiled himself and farted in front of her. Yeah. Yeah, okay. but ugh. I'm satisfied. These feelings are conflicting. <laughs> Why not? No, to her. To her, invisibility it does not say willing. That's true. That is true. So you could mm. force someone to be invisible. And if it's greater visibility, there's nothing they can do to break it. <laughs> See, I would go to, okay. in, in earlier versions of D&D, &D, they have the caveat that there is a saving throw, but the spell is benign and or helpful. So, the, But that does give the chance for an unwilling creature to try to make a save to prevent it. Mm. That's true. Which they just have eschewed in D&D &D to simplify. Yeah, yeah. 
But I'll I go think... there. Because you, you do need to touch it. Yeah, it's true. You, do need to, you still need to touch it at least. Yeah, I think I have a new topic to add to our list. Um, oh, yeah? Which is to do with how to deal with the breakup. <laughs> how to magic- <laughs> In a magical magic world. <laughs> yes! Magical ways of breaking up. Three words. Power, word, kill. Oh, my three words are fireball, fireball, fireball. <laughs> Innocent bystanders. Dustin. No witnesses. Uh, and yeah. that that takes three actions. Power, word, kill. One. <laughs> Savor it. Does that, yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I don't necessarily want to kill them because that, that just, that, there's no point. Stun. No, no, no. You killed your new girlfriend. Oh no! no. She party. didn't do anything wrong. It's Plane not about shift. her. <laughs> no, you you want to make them um, feel the pain that you felt. That's the oh. There's got to be a spell well, that well... does that. Plane so... shift to the plane of earth. <laughs> there's got to be a spell that does that, like painful empathy or something. I'm gonna make that spell. You get yourself in a position where you've just got a whole lot of six level spell slots. And while they're sitting there trying to enjoy their meal, you continually cast Disintegrate on every bite before it goes in the mouth. <laughs> mm, that's uh, one might call petty use. Of yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll cover that in a future episode, and also um, something else. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for um, joining us for this thrilling conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we have very strong feelings about various spells, <laughs> but you know, we've everything has a use. It just may not be a very useful use, <laughs> I guess. Is what I'm getting from this, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you like to plug anything? Uh, Zoe? Well, uh, I shall because I think I will be forcibly plugged. If not, is uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I stream on twitch.tv, Cubist Climb. Uh, I am currently playing through Dragon Age. I'm on Dragon Age Origins. It's a nice time. Please do not feel like you have to attend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if you you're wish someone who's to playing pers- it who knows what they're doing, which is nice. <laughs> yes. 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 We love it. We love to see it. Um, some of us may perceive you in the future <laughs> at twitch.tv forward slash cubis um, Alex, what would you like to uh, make people do? Let's see. I'd also <laughs> like to plug twitch.tv uh, forward slash cubis clown. Uh, mm. I love it. I, I watch every, every stream except when she streams when I'm asleep. But that's usually not the Dragon Age stream, um, which I appreciate personally. Um, I also stream at uh, twitch.tv forward slash gc underscore mandrake. Uh, currently um, engaging in um, endless toil in medieval dynasty, and uh, I actually have something um, uh, special planned, uh, probably for later this weekend. Far more gruesome than digging in the dirt, uh, making a medieval village. <laughs> we'll see. I haven't streamed it yet. I'm also not saying what it is. Sizzle. Um, so streamers. I would like watching. to plug this podcast. Um, which you can watch recorded live at twitch.tv forward slash we didn't roll for this. Uh, Also available where all good podcasts are found. Uh, (laughs) 
by searching We Didn't Roll for This. Please subscribe. Um, if you liked what you heard today, we're releasing these weekly. We would love if you would review them and tell all your friends that this is the best podcast to ever exist. Um, that would be swell. But thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us, Alex and Zoe. This has been such a joy. Thank you again. Um, this has been beautiful. <laughs>